welcome to our podcast. This is Explore the PNW. Join us on our adventures of the beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm your host, Joel. And this is Debbie. Hello there, Deborah. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Well, that's good. We've had a couple adventures that we need to talk about. Yes. Are we talking about the adventures of living in the 108 degree weather? Well, that there's not a whole lot of adventures we've done in 108 degree weather. No. No. So, no. These adventures happened before this heat wave. Right, right, right. Okay. So, where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? Well, we could start with Sandpoint. That was the furthest back. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Yes, it was a couple like weeks ago. Two, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yes, but honey, we're, we're, we're letting the listeners know that we don't do this immediately. Um, You're pulling back the, the curtain on, on the Wizard of Oz here. I think it's, I think it's okay. We've been really busy. Yeah, it's, that's, that's true. We have been busy. Because we did that trip. And then we came home and then we did the next trip. And so then we got the heat wave. So I think it's just, it's all kind of piled up. Indeed. So here we are though. We're at the podcast table. We are ready to crush it today. Right. So. Crush it. Sandpoint. Yes. Sandpoint, Idaho. So we've been to Sandpoint a few times. Yeah. Three or four, I think. Yeah. And this time we actually stayed in a campground, which I thought was really nice. I liked the campground that we stayed in. I can't now remember which one it's called. Mm. I know it's out on like a little peninsula thing. We should have looked that up before we started this podcast. We should have. I totally forgot because I got more focused on the ice cream place that we went to in Sandpoint. Yes. That you're jumping the gun. I know. Yeah. All I know is that the campground that we stayed at was, um, cool. It was right on the water. Google maps though. We'll, we'll actually take you to somebody's house. But the people were so used to Google Maps taking people to their house that they pointed you in the right direction. Exactly. They're like, no, no, get back on the road for yeah. like a quarter mile. It was super close, but yeah. yeah. So, um, but I thought it was a cool campground. It was, it was really nice. It was clean. Bathrooms were nice. Yeah. You know, kind of close, mm-hmm. close, you know, the sites were, um, closest together but people seem to be pretty quiet and probably the cutest puppy do you remember scarlet yes of course i do oh my gosh she was so adorable she was a little tiny golden lab yeah something like that i kidnapped her she's been in the basement this whole time he's lying Mm, i'd like to have she's super cute she was so cute and so obedient they were working on like following instructions yeah and really we're talking like a tiny puppy yeah and she was doing good came up we asked if it was okay to pet and then we she did said, and then she sat down and then she sat down i was just like what i know it's so yeah, cute. it was so cute i was like whoa there's they definitely put some time into that puppy right right but the walk was not as exercise focused for i think the owner because she kept stopping <laughs> Oh, you have a dog that cute. I guarantee you're not getting any exercise. <laughs> it was pretty adorable. It's just like, okay, well. I so, guess. But but we cannot guarantee that you were going to see a cute puppy if you went to that campsite. 
Well, luckily, we don't remember the name of the campsite. So, you know, we can't tell you. We can't tell you where the cutest puppy in the world was hanging out two weeks ago. But it was really cool because there was a little cove and we had our Cocapelli inflatable pack rafts. And so we didn't end up going in the cove at that point, but that would be a good place to take them if you didn't want a lot of wake and you didn't want to be around a lot of big boats. Yeah, it'd be a good place to go stand up paddleboarding, kayaking, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's on, how do you say the lake? Oh, I can't remember. It's it's Port the Lare lake. or something like that? Port it's the Lare. French lake. In Sandpoint. It's Sandpoint. big. It's a huge lake. Um, and we thought we were actually in the lake, but I think we were actually technically in the river. Right. Yeah, but it's big. It's very beautiful. It's surrounded by mountains. It's gorgeous um, out there. Schweitzer. Ski resort is very close to Sandpoint. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sandpoint is a gem, in my opinion. It's it's a cool, it's a it's a funny little town, but yes, yeah, it definitely has that resort town feel to it. Kind of, I thought, without having the you know like theme, you know, yeah, they weren't a resort town like Leavenworth or Winthrop, right? Those are definitely different. Yeah, I'm cool in their own kitschy, right? But yes, so. Um, yeah, so Will, how you talked about ice cream. Like, yes, it's called the Panhandle Cone and Coffee. So I looked it up, and there's one in in Sandpoint, there's one in Coeur d'Alene, and there's one in Moscow. And, Moscow, Russia? Right, and since our wonderful, beautiful daughter goes to... Wazoo, go Cougs. Pullman, and Moscow's right next to Pullman, we'll be able to take her when we go visit. Yeah, if you're listening, Bree, get excited. You get to go to ice cream. Yeah, I had ganache. Yeah, you had some kind of salted caramel ganache kind of thing that wasn't, it didn't have any dairy in it. Yeah. So so that was good. good. Yeah, it was very tasty. And then I had a pina colada because that just sounded refreshing also. So it was, yeah. Yeah, how'd we get there? I can't remember. Ooh, this was quite the story. I know exactly how we got there. So it, at our campsite, we were down by the water and just talking and the, this family, um, pulled up with their boat and we started talking to them a little bit and I had never seen a boat like that. It's a pontoon, like yeah, pontoon boat. And it, it looked really cool. And the mom and the dad and the, I think she was like 16 year old daughter, 15, something like that. Somewhere in there. Yeah. And, um, so we were just talking to them and they're like, Hey, do you want to hop on our boat and go get ice cream with us. And I, I, I don't, they seemed very nice. So we got on their boat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a Dexter moment where we're like, mm. they have garbage bags, a bunch of them. Well, and the, the dad was a, um, sheriff for Sandpoint. Mm-hmm. We must not have looked very scary either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was so nice of them. And you know, I'll, I'll, on an aside, I'll say it's just, weird, you know, kind of like we're in COVID light, I guess, you know, but it's just weird to be like invited on a boat with people you don't know where you're just like, okay, are we all good? This is all good. But they were super, super nice. Well, like, we were so friendly. Right. We were outside. Exactly. And, um, and it, it was just really fun. Yeah. They just took us Across the river, and we got ice cream. Yeah, or into we the came lake, back. and I think for for a minute we were in the lake. And it, but it was yeah. a while. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like a ten minute like ride over to Sandpoint. It was like a like what do you think? Half hour, forty five minutes? I think so. Yeah, like like each way. 
So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was super nice of them. It was, it was a cool moment, you know, kind of like reinforces that if you're friendly and open to experiences, then you probably get more experiences. Yeah. Yeah. So that was super, that was so cool of them. So yeah, it's fun to be on the water. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then um, the next day we went over to Round Lake. Yes. Right. That was the next day, I believe. Uh-huh. And Round Lake would be a circular lake in Bonner County, which is near Seigel, S-A-G-L-E, Idaho. Mm. And um, it was a really yeah. cool lake. Yeah, we, state park. It's a state park in Washington. Yeah. Oh, Idaho. Geez. We did. State. We walked around the whole thing. Yep. There's a pretty easy hike. Right. Which was really fun. Um, and then you got in the Cocapellis with, um, our guest who was with us at that time. Yes, exactly. So, um, yeah, I think, the, um, loop around the lake was like 1.8 miles mm-hmm. and it was cool because, you know, pretty much, I would say 90% of it, you could see the lake, mm-hmm. uh, which was great. The other thing that I thought was funny is, you know, I think we went on trail forks or something or, or one of those apps that we had and, somebody had complained about the the roots the roots that the trail should not have been rated as easy because of all the roots it was in the forest yeah uh yes exactly a forest full of trees which is how you get a forest and so then we kind of had just like this running joke about like watching out for the roots so if you go there there are some roots there are some roots but it's I it's would still say pretty easy hike. you could definitely take kids on this hike. Oh like yeah. Easy, easy hike. Yeah. And it's fun because the lake has some different fish and stuff so they can see the fish. Um, yeah. We, so there's a did, lot of fishing going on there. We did see a snake in the water. Yeah. Big snake, a garter snake. Yeah. But it was a big garter snake. Yes. We saw its head swimming. Mm-hmm. And we saw the S shape of its little body as the right. the water. Yeah. And then it went into the lily pads. Yes. Yeah, it was cool. Um, but I yeah, I was just glad I wasn't there. Saw lots of people fishing. Yeah. And actually, then when we were on the Cocapellis, I saw a bunch of fish. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, if you like to fish, I wouldn't go back and try fly fishing there. Be a good spot. Yeah, that'd be good. There is a fee. Yeah, there is. So it's $7 if you're an Idaho resident, and it's ugh, 14 if you're a non resident. But that's for the whole car. That's not per person. That's true. It's for the car. It's just, you know, I think sometimes because we pay for. There's so many passes. There's so many passes. There's the Discovery Pass. That's the Washington Pass. And then there's an Idaho Pass. And, and then, then there's, there's like the, a Montana Pass. But there's, there's the Oregon Passes that we've always had to get. Right. And then there's the, like, you know, Snow Pass. And then there's the Northwest, whatever that Orange Pass is. And then you get to these other random places where, like, they don't take any of the above. Right. If they're so, county, then you have to pay what the county fee is and everything. Yeah, this one was a state. So I kind of thought that our Discover one would be covered in. But it was, oh, in but it was the wrong, wrong yeah. state. Yeah. It's in Idaho. Yeah, that's the other reason I didn't fish there. Oh, right. Because you didn't have a license. I have a Washington license and not an Idaho license. And you have to buy one for all of them. Yeah, just to catch a fish. Right. And then release it because we don't take them home to eat. Mm hmm. There should be a, it should be cheaper if you're doing, um, catch and release. 
Well, this this kind of goes into the the next place that we went where we did see fish. Was it the grocery store? No, this was at Bumper, Bumpin', Bumpin' oh, Lake. Yeah, Bumpin' Lake. I didn't know we were doing that. This one, Bumpin' Lake on the same podcast. Well, we don't have to, but I was just, it was kind of going into people who do catch and release. We yeah. saw fish up on the shore that obviously there had been some catch and release, but the fish didn't actually make the release. Yeah, that's it. We can talk about Bumpin' as well. That's fine. This podcast is only 12 minutes long. Well, I just, it just was a nice segue into the fish. Yeah. So there's, if you kind of fish, which, you know, fishing is, I guess it's fun. Sometimes I wonder why I bother. I think you like it. I think it's really relaxing for you. It's not my cup of tea, but. Yeah, I think that's part of the problem. But uh, anyway, I digress. Is if you're going to fish when it's hot out, you have to be very careful. You know, like keep, if you're going to take their little photo if you're taking the hook out, like keep them in the water because you even just like having them out of the water for a very short amount of time, they're probably not going to make it. And then be like very careful when you put them back in and kind of, you know, make sure that their gills are working in the water is doing its job before you let it go. Because yeah, we saw four decent size, probably foot long. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were trout mm-hmm. there at Bumpin' Lake, just like on the shore. Right. They, I mean, somebody just, had been fishing and they'd put them back, but they, yeah, they, they were already it. dead. Exactly. I mean, they probably swam away. And so that fisherman was probably, or fisherwoman or fishing child probably thought they were all good, but not so much. Mm-hmm. So, and then at that point, well, you might as well have taken it home and eaten it. Mm-hmm. Instead, it just is dead there, which I guess, you know, the birds probably are, happy for that maybe yeah but that was just kind of something that yeah it's you know life yeah and uh it was just kind of sad to see because people didn't have didn't take them home and right. that is something that yeah they were just they were just dead i don't always understand the whole like catch and release well, um like the the process like can you keep some of them do you have to oh, re- yeah no i mean some places you have to some places are catch and release like you cannot harvest the fish other places like for me like i just always catch and release like because it's just like you know the fun is trying to actually trick it into biting on a on a fake fly mm-hmm. you know be one thing if i was out there no offense but if i was out there with a worm you know i mean come on that feels like cheating not that it is those of you who don't fly fish i'm not trying to be an elitist sound like it but you know catching a fish on a fly is just harder you know? yeah it's not alive. It's like, you know, and you're trying to trick it into thinking that it's dinner because you're putting something on your line that is similar to what they are usually eating. Yep. Anyway. Um, yeah. And so the idea between, you know, behind catch and release is you catch it and then you just let it back and hopefully then it learned its lesson. And then the next time it sees a fake fly then it doesn't try to eat it. Okay. Do you see how that is? I do. And you would think, like fish, like how big is their brain? Probably pretty small. And their instinct is probably to go eat. I mean, that's kind of their job, right? They swim and they eat. Then they spawn and they die. But it's amazing. Like there's so many times when I've been places, you know, and the clearer the water, the harder it is. Because then the fish is like, <laughs> really? I saw that splash. Nice cast, idiot. 
right? Or then they're like, uh, we don't actually eat that. And like, you can see the fish and your line, your fly is like an inch away from it. And you're like, yeah, go ahead. It's dinner time. And they're just like, I don't think so. Yeah. And then it's just like, who's the dumb one here? The fish or this guy? Uh, I, I don't the think it's is, you. It's this guy. Oh no, it is. Well, clearly the fish are like, I'm not fooled by that. It's, it's just not something that I think is super fun, but I grew up in a family who all love to fly fish. Yeah. If only you got that fly fishing gene. I did not. Yeah. It's okay. Did not. Um, bumping river, bumping lake. So that is over by Rainier. Yeah. Mount Rainier. Um, which we didn't, we knew it was in the area cause it's in the, what's the name of that? Um, the forest over there, the Oka something. Oh, is it the Okanagan? Yeah. It's part of the Okanagan where we were pretty sure. And, um, that or Wenatchee or Wenatchee and Okanagan, I think are I think together. They were hyphenated. Yeah. Yeah. Could have been the both. Um, awesome. Um, campground mm-hmm. there's also which we did not know we'd never been to this area before oh there it's dispersed kind of dispersed a ton of dispersed camping there right next to the bumpin river which is a pretty consistent class two i would say but don't class one class two river try to run it because it, there's so many it's a lot of down trees yeah lots of down trees yes exactly so be careful um it was honestly too swift to fish in. Mm-hmm. There was no way. There was no eddies at all. But it was so pretty that it, we yeah. were right by the river. So yeah, the sound um, of it was very relaxing. Right. So Callie and Dylan, which is our daughter and her boyfriend and Emily, which is yeah. their friend, mm-hmm. um, our friend too. Yes. Hi, Emily. Hello, Emily. Um, they were able to put their tents like right next to the water. So that was kind of fun that they listened to it because we were in our tent on top. So on our rooftop tent. CBT. Yes. So. Yeah. But beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just like basic. There was a, like a, a bathroom. Yeah. And um, firing with blazing fires. But. Before the fire. No, no cell um, service at all. Yeah. There is nothing you pretty much when you get to Yakima, if, cause we were coming from that area. So Yakima, we had cell service pretty much when you start going up to where the campground was, um, there's no cell and there's no stores. So we had to backtrack to this one little store. Oh, it was about 10 miles away. Yep. 10 miles east of the campground. Yeah. So definitely be prepared. Bring all your own food. Make sure you have enough ice. Make sure you have enough everything because there's just, there's no options. Yeah, exactly. There is a gas station there mm-hmm. and there is a restaurant. Right. Um, but yeah. But it still no way. cell service. No, no cell. Um, so anyway, so then the Bumpin' Lake is probably five miles maybe from. At the, most. Yeah. yeah. At most from the campsite. Beautiful lake. Again, yeah. like, it, it's kind of funny. Like, you know, when you look on the map and you're like, oh, you know, you have bumping lake. And, then, you know, and on the map, it's pretty tiny, right? It's and big. then you get there. It was good size. Yeah, like, really it good was, size. Uh, and, yeah, beautiful mountains in the background of it. Um, clear water. It was super fun. So we yeah. took, again, uh, we took our Cocapellis out. We were mm-hmm. team Cocapelli. There was four of us in the Cocapellis, um, which... 
We're not sponsored by Coca-Pelli yet, but um, they're so awesome. Yeah, they really are. And they're just like so easy to store in your, you know, in a bag, mm-hmm. inflate in a couple minutes, and then be on the river yeah. or lake. It was so much fun. Right. Hot day. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I just like, they feel like, I know any boat can tip over, but they just feel so stable. Yeah. And um, so we did that for hours, which was super fun. And um, and then we played, we played Uno Flip, oh, which yeah. Callie introduced us to, and it is actually pretty fun. I yeah. would highly recommend Uno yeah. Flip. Uno Flip is, um, I'd kind of forgotten how to play Uno. Gonna not lie, um, but yeah. So it takes this whole new level where you have this card that. It flips it from literally one side of the card to the other side of the card. Mm-hmm. And so you might be like crushing it on one side with whatever, your colors or whatever. And then you flip it over and you're, then it's just like, oh, now my cards are horrible. And then it could just like flip right back. Yeah. So it's yeah, pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. It was pretty ingenious to like, under the same deck of cards, just kind of like change the game up. Right. So yes, we are also not sponsored by Uno Flip. I don't even know how to get a sponsorship from Unoflip. Yeah, me either. I'm just saying, maybe somebody from whoever makes that game yeah. might be listening to our podcast randomly and are like, oh, yes, I will definitely support this podcast. Okay. There, there's always that possibility. Like tens of thousands of dollars. Okay. It could happen. It it's it. Everything is a possibility. I'd be it's willing unlikely, to get a tattoo, but it's. I'd get a, I would get an Uno flip tattoo on my arm. Okay, they so they're not money. listening to this podcast. <sighs> I'm just going to tell you that right now. Corporate America. Right. All right. Um, anything else on the bump and river or lake? No. Um, I will say that we we decided to go into Seattle on our on our way home, which was the longest way ever, yeah. but. Going through Rainier, like when we we went the other way, we went west from yeah, the bumping it was river. So incredibly beautiful. It, it was. I again, we'd never been on this road mm-hmm. before, and it takes you. It feels like you're going to ride drive right up on the summit of Rainier. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful, and there was so much snow. Still, yeah, there was so much snow. So yeah. beautiful, beautiful views. Yeah, it was. Just the drive alone was, was awesome. So yeah, luckily it was only like 10 hours. I, well, we don't want to talk about that. It was <laughs> so the longest way. Washington is a big state. It is. And we did have a place to stop, but it still took us a long time. I mean, we ended up going to Leavenworth. I mean, that's the circle. It was ridiculous. Yeah. We stopped in Leavenworth for lunch. Yes. Yep. Which was good. It's just that it was over a hundred degrees. So it wasn't. Is a precursor of what what this last week has been. Exactly. Yeah, we're on. Yesterday was what day four? Something like day that. four of like over 108 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. No need to move to Arizona. No. As if I'd want to. I mean, Arizona looks cool. I'd go there. I'd visit. So, all right. But then that's not in the exploring the PNW. No. No. But we are from the PNW, so we are exploring it if we decided to go to Arizona. Because Arizona and um, New Mexico New Mexico both have some good mountain biking, too. Because we, 
because you kind of hurt your knee. So we haven't been doing a lot of mountain biking recently. That's sad, but true. Yeah. A little bit of hiking, but yeah. Yeah. But sadly, our exploring of the PNW has put a bit, a little bit more of camping right now. Yeah. Because I have a, an issue with my surgically repaired knee. But we'll get it fixed. Yay. It'll be all good. Yeah. Bionic man. Yes. Well, I mean, that's kind of all I have. All right. Me too. That was it. So, hey, Deb, thanks for doing this. Yeah. Thanks for exploring the PNW with me. Yeah. You're a good travel partner. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You are too. Uh, see, that's what I was fishing for a compliment. Oh, okay. Okay. It was like fish. It was like catch and release, just like fishing. It was something like that. Exactly. Well, until next time. Okay. Peace. Talk to you later. Talk Bye. to you later. Bye. Goodbye.